what's good guys appreciate you joining me for another episode before we get into it today i just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown this always happens today for this episode i had tyler joining um and what happens a lot is we get into it and then we realize okay damn this has been like two hours i think it's probably better served to, to cut this up and and have have this um be sent out as two different podcasts so I didn't realize that mid pod I was all in on the you know this being one so um, I just wanted to clear that up before you guys jump in this is the first half of that discussion we talk about uh, really mostly Corona and and the situation of the M- NBA and, and really other sports leagues as well um, and, and kind of what our outlook is moving forward and then um, some other fun conversations as well that I think you'll enjoy but split that in half there is a second half that'll come out later, but just want to let you guys know um, there might be times where I'm like, oh, we're going to take a quick break and then I don't come back because I thought we were taking a quick break, but it's actually the end of the episode. But appreciate you guys sticking it out with me. Hope you're all doing well and uh, safe, and I appreciate you guys listening. Have a good one. Let's jump into it. We are we're recording. We're live. Thank you guys again for joining me for another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Pod. I've got probably my most veteran guest, Tyler Howard, returning today. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? How you hanging doing, that? You hanging in living there? The, living the quarantine dream. Dude, for those who don't know, Tyler's got rocking a fire beard right now. He kind of looks like a U- – you look like a UFC fighter right now, dude. Bro, that's what uh, – maybe Clay said that. I don't know. I, I have this – because you guys yeah. obviously can't see me. I have this – I buzz my hair, and I went super short. I like it. I like it, personally. It's obviously, it's been a couple, it's been at least, what, a week or two since? No, it's, it's been, like a week? I think it's been five days. Wow. But yeah, it, dude, when I, when I first cut that thing, I actually look like a skinhead. Yeah, but it's like, who cares? Like, especially at this point, like, you're not seeing anyone. Yeah. Even if you were, we're grown men now. I, my, I had my mom shave it down a little bit. Like I didn't go full skinhead mode. It's been like it's been a week now. You can see it's kind of it's kind of messed up right there. But it's like, dude, I don't I don't really care. Um, That's how it goes. It, no, nobody's seeing you, so who cares? Exactly. We got a month, um, and I really I'm still and and this leads perfectly kind of kind of into what we're gonna do today. I kind I wanted to do a and I realized my word per my word is kinda, and it doesn't make sense. Like I don't really know why I do it. It's it's just everything is kinda like I don't know what your word is. Well, I'll, I'll, that'll be my goal for today is to figure out what your word is that I you said. My word, I, th- I think my word is like. Like. Gotcha. Awkward lull. I'll just say like. Like yeah. I I it doesn't even have to be awkward for me. I just kinda everything's kinda. Anyways, today we're gonna break down where we're where where everything is. I spent the day gathering. Every inf- bit of information that I could on um, the NBA and the situation, and I, I think Tyler's a perfect guy to because I know Tyler also loves other sports. So Tyler's a perfect guy to break that down with, and, and what our thoughts are, and how we foresee this thing playing out. And then we're gonna shift towards, hey, if this thing does play out, how do we see? Because this is not this is the most weird season we've ever seen. We've literally never seen a season like this. So. Who does this, this dragging out of sorts, who does that benefit the most? 
even if it, I mean, it's hard to say if it benefits anyone, but um, then moving forward, just like, hey, who uh, who do we see coming out atop this matchup? So um, stoked again to have Tyler here. I know it's been about a, a week or two since we've had an, a, a pod, so I'm stoked to get back after it. Got a couple others in the works. Tyler and I are ready to get after it on this, this Tuesday evening, and uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Back. Um, and so, like I said, I wanted to talk about where we're at. And I, I don't know if you, I, I, if I was a good podcast host, I probably would have sent you the link to this article before. But ESPN came out with an article. I forget who exactly it was, but it was a couple days ago, kind of, kind of detailing um, where the NBA's at and what their plan has been and how it seems like they're still pretty far away from that. And so I think my first thing before I go into that, I would just ask, asking you what you, I mean, we don't know a ton, but what would you say the timeline looks like? Because it sounds like the MLB, which I think will be huge for the NBA if the MLB can pull it off, um, is going to look to start in July, probably maybe gets pushed back a little bit further. But um, when do you, when do you think the NBA will like, what's a reasonable timeline for you uh, off of what you've seen? And it, like, I know you're a Lakers fan, so it'll be good to hear that. But like at a certain point, it's like, all right, we're at f- five months maybe now from when we last played. Like, is it, it yes, it's sure the same season. Is it even the same season? anymore? like, there's so many, like, it's weird, man. I don't, I don't know if you can spin that. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I mean, I think back to whenever that day was. It was like, what, 55 days ago now? In yeah. March. I remember Gobert it like it was, was yesterday. Getting, yeah, Gobert was getting a ton of heat. Mm-hmm. Understandably. I mean, the way he went about it, he looked like a complete jackass. Yeah. But I think if you look back, just in regards to sports with the coronavirus, Rudy Gobert doing that is going to probably be remembered as the person that saved a lot of lives, weirdly enough, because yeah, he that's was a great the guy, take. I mean, there was memes made all over the place about him touching the microphone, yeah. talking to reporters and stuff, but ultimately with him being the first guy in the States that plays one of the major sports to get sick and, and get tested, uh, I think he ended up saving a lot of lives. So He did. Um, and I think we come back sooner because of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, because who knows? I mean, the it was kind of being talked about, I remember, in one of the, the European soccer leagues. That, I think it was a player on Juventus who got sick, and then it became like a thing like, oh, sports players are getting sick. Are they going to make any changes in the NBA? Um, and then I remember the day before Gobert got tested positive, I remember the Ivy League canceled their conference tournament and everybody was like, these guys are idiots. Like they haven't come to the States yet. Yeah. What do you know? The Ivy League people were the smartest people in the room again. But yeah. what do you know? Yeah. I think that if this would have gone on for a couple more weeks, you would have seen hundreds of thousands, if not millions more people get infected. Hundreds yeah. of thousands more deaths. So yeah, but in terms of a timeline, uh, I don't think that we are going to see fans in an arena, out of field, out of football no. stadium for at least a year. Yeah, fans, no. I'm just talking about the play. I just want to get back to the, the product on the field, Dude, of course. The, it, 
and that's what ultimately matters is, is the product on, on the field. And I would guess that baseball will probably be the first big something this weekend. I'm very excited for that. In, in Jacksonville, which we'll be excited to see. But, yeah, I mean, with the NBA, I could see him coming back, you know, maybe middle of July, early August. But at that point, with what you were talking about, is it even the same season? Like, if you have four or five months in between the regular mm. season and the start of the playoffs, and playoffs go for a month, it's like, yeah, you know, it, we, I, I mean, part of me, yes. part of me as a fan almost wants to just, like, kind of just, I don't know, put, put the fork in the season and then just try and figure out what next year is going to be. Because whoever wins, whether it's the Bucks, Clippers, Lakers, Sixers, whoever, it's like, okay, but there's always going to be an asterisk next to that season, next to that championship, because it's like, okay, you know, who knows what would have happened. See, you know, people coming back from injuries and stuff. I, so, I don't know if that'd be f- I get why someone would put that there. But for me, it's like, that's it. I feel like that was – I don't think there should be an asterisk. Let's say they do come back. It's even harder, like, to have won it this year. Like, you you had to stay mentally locked in for three, four months while not really knowing anything. I think that would show actually a lot, whoever wins. And that's why I think it's interesting that, like, when you come back, it's – like, the, whoever's going to win has, has really, really more so, more than any other year earned it. Um, and, and I agree – I. It's interesting to hear from a Lakers fan to say, hey, and would you say you you feel that way in terms of, um, say, putting a fork in the season because because if the Lakers do win, there will be an asterisk? Or is it more so other reasons? Because I I feel the same way, but it's easier for me to say that because I don't have a dog in the fight. Like, I just want the product that we've seen to come back. And and I know if we push this season, then it – it seems like no matter what, the NBA will not start on time next year. But uh, yeah. for me, I mean, and it's also another year that, like, okay, Steph wasn't going to win a title. The Warriors weren't going to win a title, so no one wins a title. Like, it's pretty, right. So I'm You're not. It. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not I, don't get me wrong. I would love for the NBA to come back in playoffs. Like, I, I will watch every single game and, and not take a second for granted. But it also gets to a point where, like, okay, like we said, four or five months that – these guys, some of them aren't in shape. Some of them are like some of them as much as they wanted to work out. They literally were not allowed to. Um, and I read that article and then, and it said before they were, they're going to come back and they're discussing a bubble situation, which is interesting. It's right now that the two top suitors are Vegas or Orlando Vegas does like a G league showcase in Mandalay Bay that could, uh, work, um, Orlando, the Disney resort resort, um, but there has to be fast and reliable testing. It has to be available to the public in order to, to avoid backlash. They have to, the rules have to, for whatever the state has to allow for at least 15,000 or so essential people in the same like sort of area, um, with everything that they need. And then we talk, we see LeBron who obviously wants a championship, but I, I feel like there's a lot of players out there who, this is still very real to them and they have kids or, or older parents that they have to take care of. And I, I don't like it, it might come to a situation where they can't do it with their family being there and it has to be just them and it has to be for two, two months or whatever. And so 
I, it's just going to be tough to have everyone bought in. Obviously, LeBron's bought in. He wants a title. You know, obviously, some of these younger players who don't have families are bought in because they don't really have anything to lose besides their lives. But you know, like it, it's just, it's just such a weird, not even weird, just such an interesting um, situation that we've never seen before. And Adam Silver just has so much on his plate. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a quick shout to Adam Silver because I think he was the guy that was leading the charge. You know, if you look at the other commissioners, they kind of were slow about it and he was pretty quick. He was like, we're putting a stop to this. This is going to suck for a while, but we're going to be the league that starts this domino effect of every other week inflating their stuff. Yeah. But you kind of touched on a lot of points there. So <clears throat> first off, the, the bubble thing. I feel like that's probably the most – the situation that makes the most sense in terms of, okay, they're not going to be traveling to different cities, so they don't have to be in airports, which limits the spread of potential you know, infection. But at the same time, I'm not sure, especially if I, if I had kids or if I had a wife, I don't think I would want to be separated from them or just bring them to some random city like Vegas or Orlando for two or three months. And yeah. so as a, as a player, it's like, okay, yes, I do want to win, but at what cost? So there's that. There's that argument. And, I mean, again, as a Laker fan, that, that team is older than most of the other teams that are still competitive right now in the NBA. I mean, the Lakers have a pretty old roster. And when you talk about guys that haven't been able to be in the weight room, haven't had their normal training, uh, that's going to take a while to get them back up to speed. And, and LeBron might be an outlier where he's always in shape. And he's I'm, just, fine. Uh, I'm sure LeBron's fine, yeah. <laughs> LeBron's fine, but, you know, when you talk about guys like Dwight, like who, what the hell's Dwight been doing? And I, I, I don't mean to just single him out. Yeah, Danny Green. You could say anyone. Danny Green, JaVale, like, anybody. yeah. And <clears throat> if you look at it from, from a Clippers perspective, you're loving this situation because you had Kawhi and you had Paul George who were both not 100%, yeah. and they get an additional three, four months to get healthy, and they are younger to begin with yeah. than the Lakers. And then you can make the argument there, like, is that – I'm sure the Lakers have no issues with restarting. Like, if you ask them, they're, most of them, I'm sure, let's get after it. But, like, is that fair? Like, you're giving extra time to a team that needs – then then you, then you start to get into Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Dude, just yeah. Like, all of a sudden, the, the Nets are, like, the sneakiest seven seed of all time. <laughs> and then it's like, this is not the same season. Like, they would not have played. if So, it's – it's tough. I, I, Adam Silver, there's – and we another – you get into another thing of what's fair or not fair. Like what makes the most sense is to go straight into the playoffs. Like yes, you had – each team had what on average 10 to 12 to 11 uh, regular season games left. But like to now change from 16 teams to now all 30, that's more people, more expo- – like – it just doesn't really make sense. And so you probably got to just cut it off at the eight. I've heard him even going from six. Uh, it's just, it's just a mess. Man. It's just an and absolute Another mess. thing to consider <clears throat> with like, not necessarily rushing to get it back, but doing it sooner rather than later is if they don't have the proper testing there at whatever site they end up doing it at, if one player gets sick, if one cameraman gets sick, if one, you know, you know, trainer for one anyway, yeah, gets yeah. sick, it shuts down the rest of the league. Like everything is done. immediately. So, 
as much as I want to see the playoffs come back, I want to see guys hooping again. I want to make sure that they have everything in place before they do that and make sure that like everybody that's going to be there is not sick. There's no outside people coming uh, in yeah. and have everything lined up. I've got a question for you. This, like, hype for it. Right. And then after you know, three games, all of a sudden they have to pull the plug. I got a question for you. And then we'll move into the actual breaking down of, you know, the teams. Whatever the first league is, and it looks like I'd say the favorite is MLB. That I'd probably put them out of like honestly, like minus four or five hundred favorites. Um, what? But whatever that first league that comes back, maybe what are the odds that they suffer a setback in terms of they start, but something happens? Like, I mean, plus. I mean, as much as, as much, like, you know me, I love sports. Baseball is my favorite sport, and I would love for it to come back with no holdups. But, I mean, I don't I don't know how the season is going to happen with no holdups. It seems like every spot in the country right now is a quote-unquote hot zone for this infection. I don't know how, even if they, even if they do separate and do the social distance where it's just the teammates or, or just the, the people in the clubhouse at the games at some point somebody w- with their travel schedule is going to contract this virus and if they're getting tested at every different location if somebody pops up in seattle they're sick the season's canceled do you know anyone that has has it or had it personally uh, not, not friend of friends but I'm sure I know people that have had it, but just don't know they had it. I mean, I think Brian and I had it. Really? What's that story? When? Yeah, this was like, <clears throat> I, I thought I'd tell you about it. So this is like two months ago. Did you? Um, it was like the early part of March. I got home from work on a Friday, started feeling under the weather. Uh, I was like, whatever, it's just a cold. Like it wasn't the crazy hoopla about the coronavirus yeah. here yet. <clears throat> I go into work on Monday, still not feeling great. The next few days, I keep going into work. And it got to Thursday, and I text my boss. I'm like, dude, like, I'm not coming in. Like, I, I don't want to risk getting anybody else sick. I feel like shit right now. This is not a, a common cold. That next, that next day, that Friday, I got an email from our CEO saying that everybody has to work from home for the foreseeable future. And that was two months ago. I haven't gone back into the office since. And I was about oh, three shit. days ahead of Brian in terms of feeling sick. And the symptoms lasted for about two weeks, like legit two weeks. And yeah. I ended up, I lost like 10 pounds in those two weeks. I didn't have any appetite. I felt like there were bricks like on my chest. It was tough to breathe. There, it was worse than any non-stomach flu illness I've ever had by far. Terrible. Brian had the same stuff. Damn. That sounds like it, bro. I was, I was just gonna say, like, in my area, it just—I mean, it's so hard to get a reliable source of information, dude. Like, I, it seems like in my area, it's gone down, like you know, but I, we just don't know, and it's just frustrating, dude. Like, on one hand, I know it's a very real thing, and on the other hand, it's like, I, I feel like. If for us to ever get to the point where there's like no risk is going to be years from now. So it's like you kind of got to balance out risk versus reward. And I'm not saying tip off in July if it's not safe. But like 
it's going to be a, a really long time, I feel like, before you can safely say there's not really a ton of risk. Like, the risk is pretty mitigated here. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm glad I'm not Adam Silver. I, uh, he has a very t- – I'm yeah. glad I'm not any of the, the managers. I hope – I hope MLB comes out and does it right. Um, I think they have the potential to. I think uh, I, I'm just itch. I can't wait to watch UFC. I can't wait to watch baseball. It, I mean, I it got to the point last night. I'm not sure if you were awake or not. Korean? Were you watching, watching it? Korean baseball league at 1:15 in the morning last yeah. night, just to have some semblance of watching sports. You know, who's That's streaming that for you? Was he? Was it on ESPN? Yeah, so they did it on ESPN. ESPN got the rights to the league, and they're broadcasting like 10 games a week. And basically, it's Carl Ravish that I is saw. announcing the game. Looks like he just woke up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's announcing the games remotely from his house, which is props to ESPN. I'm sure they're going to have some shit go wrong at some point. But yeah. for them, they're giving people some, some form of yeah. happiness or, or some distraction from what's going Do on. Do you have a side? Did you stay away? What did you say? Did you have a side in that, or did you stay away? No, and I didn't even. I, I, for whatever reason, I just couldn't sleep last night, and I just went on Twitter, and it was all anybody was talking about was this Korean yeah. baseball league, and like, I guess there was a fire outside of the stadium. No, yeah, night. before tip for before There's first pitch. A bunch of just wild shit, which yeah. is great. I, I couldn't care less. It's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. I I don't think that we can live in fear for the next two years until there's a vaccine. Yeah. At the same time, we got, got to go about it in the right way. I think eventually, I keep reading about this like herd immunity type thing where if somebody gets it, you know, they build antibodies. I don't know if there's any truth to that. I'm not a doctor, but hopefully that's the case. Yeah, um, and then we all just I, sneakily had it and I, we're I good. I, I don't think that we can all live social distancing lives for for two years it's just not possible yeah no uh, it's i i've i'm hoping it sounds like it's going to be out in june in terms of like restaurant like i wonder when bars even are going to be open like i could see it being in 2021 even if even if bars open which i think they will at some point in july or some at least in oregon june or july dude no way I would the say the consensus is, here is like 2021. People are like, we're not going to be able to go to the bars the rest of the year. No, I, I think – so Oregon has done a really good job as a state of doing social distancing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like the, the state uh, infection rate is extremely low, which is great. I mean, it's made life a lot easier for Brian and I. For you but guys, yeah. I, I think that they will open up bars definitely before 2021. But I – dude, it's – like I don't want to go to a bar right now. Yeah, like, that's I, fair. I don't want to be there. That's fair. You know, I I I kind of do. <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to drink with my friends. Yeah. I want to have fun. You know, get fucked up. But at the same time, it's like I don't know who's drank out of this glass. Yeah. I don't know how well they're cleaning the, the bathroom handles and stuff. So I I would just hope that this was. Something that yeah, you know, I, I would hope that these bars are taking it seriously and are making sure they're taking the proper precautions while they're serving us. But yeah, you're right; you never know. Um, but we'll see. That was a good talk. That was a good talk. Anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, move on to the the actual teams? Yeah, I guess just one more thing. It's, yeah, it has been. 
I guess looking at a glass half full, it's been nice to um, kind of like just put a pause on life in the sense that like there's no more hustle bustle. You're not bouncing from work to the gym to the, yeah. you know, going to the bar for the night. It's kind of like you know me. You get to. I'm a big chiller, bro. I love it. I, I exactly. You, you get to like reconnect with people that you haven't talked with in a while, mm-hmm. and I, I, I've been forced into like having conversations you know yeah just sitting there watching the tv yeah bro what do you know about conversations what does brian gallagher know about conversations that's are you the initiator what brian yeah we have a give and a take that's that's all good relationships are give and take yeah he's he's a good roommate he's very low i love Brian. i love yeah no He's definitely more low maintenance than you. Oh, 100%. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I know he gets so annoyed with me at times, but he won't ever say it. Oh, man. I hope he's doing well now. <laughs> but I, I agree. Glass half full. Um, it, it has been, man. I've got I've got to spend so many time, so much time with a lot of friends, my roommates. Um, and just, like, it's been, I feel like it's a really good time for, like, being reflective and, like, understanding – you know, it, it, you're right. When you say just press pause, like you, th- this has never happened. The world has never pressed pause. We're used to have everything at our fingertips. You know, we're like, this is, this is supposed to happen in movies. This isn't supposed to happen in real life where we have technology and everything and access to everything. Um, but it's been really good for me to slow down and just figure out, you know, where I'm at, what I want to do and, and, and have those conversations. So I, you're, you're right, Tyler. I'm glad you mentioned that. And hopefully, uh, you know, life will get back and people will forget, but I, I will always, we'll be in history books, bro. People will be learning about us in, in school yeah. in a couple of years. All right, bro. We're going to take a quick break. I actually have a very interesting question, uh, to ask Tyler, and then we'll get into the actual discussion of the teams. All right, we're back. Got our one burning question of the day. I kind of know, I, I think I know the answer, but it's more to spark a discussion. All right. Let's say. Uh, whatever, for whatever reason, Giannis decides, Hey, I'm out. Trade me. He still has a year left. The Warriors come in, they offer their first this year, or maybe it's a little bit later, but it's whoever they took this year with their first and they've panned out. They've shown a lot of progress. They offer their uh, Wolves first next year and Clay Thompson do the, or in the Bucks ask for that. Do the Warriors do that? So you said their first, their first this year, and the T Wolves first next year, and Clay Thompson. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I guess you don't. It's not really. You don't have to say yes or no. But but from a per, like a, is that fair? One, two. Whose side do you like? Three. Would you do? Is there a side from which you're like I wouldn't do that? And again, this is all coming from the Giannis has said I'm out. If you don't trade me, I will leave for free in free agency. Right. He pulls the Paul George. Okay. Um, exactly. How, how old is Clay? That's a great question. 30? Off the top of my head, I would guess 30. 30, maybe 29. 30. He just turned 30. I think in February. That the, I think the Warriors would be fleecing the Bucks. And that's... That's no 
that's not ripping on Clay at all. Mm-hmm. But if you look at just their age and the fact that it's not a you know one season franchise, you know you're, you're getting him for the long haul. Clay's great. He's one of the, probably the top top ten, you know, both sides of the ball players in the league, if not higher than that. Um, but the thing is, with draft picks, they're not a guarantee. You know, whoever they take in the first round this year, it's not a guarantee. Whether it's Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball, Pass. James Wiseman, not a guarantee. Same thing with next year. Yeah. So ultimately, even even if they hit on one of them, you know, and, and it's not a guarantee that one person they hit on is going to be an all-world player. With Clay's age being at thirty, I don't think it's a risk that the that the Bucks would ever take. But if Giannis is saying I'm on but the if, out, I think if he's out, like that's a great. What team can offer a package where it's like, all right, you get a, a proven championship winner who's not at the well, – we got to obviously see. I have no doubts Clay figures it out and, and heals the way he should. Um, but a guy who's won a championship, play both sides of the ball, and then two lottos, like I don't think – I don't know that there's going to be a better package out there unless one team wants to offer like 40 first. Two teams that potentially could offer a package – depending on how high the Bucks value draft picks. So you have the Thunder, who could definitely put something together. Yeah, I don't know. If- and you have, you have the Pelicans, who, I mean, they, they definitely have enough pieces to get Giannis. It just depends how hard they think of Zion. But even if, dude, yeah, the, the Pelicans. I mean, Zion's not leading. Definitely. Yeah, they they it's a bunch of first in Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I mean they, they could even do Ingram, Lonzo. Dude, did you see? There's like a, it's like a Zoe plus like a bunch of first for uh, for Beal being floated around like in the rumor mill right now, which just doesn't like. I don't think it makes sense for both sides. They're just, they're going to keep them. I don't think anyone will take them right now. I'm hoping John comes back and it's the Achilles though, right? Yeah, dude, people need to stop floating Lonzo. And I just did it too. Damn it. Yeah. People you need to stop did. floating Lonzo's name. Like he's some just whatever asset. Like he's going to be no, a stud. I love dude. Lonzo, dude. Dude, he's going to be – I'm not sure what he's going to end up being right. all time. But, dude, even if he gets, you know, 14, 7, and 9 over the course of yeah. his career, like that's a great player. It's because people have never seen – there aren't that many players that have played like him that have been super successful. It's like Jason Kidd. And magic, but not even mad. Like I don't know. So it's like in their in people's minds, it's like I haven't seen someone like this. So why he's not going to be good? And he even plays out in New Orleans. He he shot the three ball better than so many guys that get so much more love. You know, and I love Lonzo. Not he's people talk about his defense. Like people talk about his passing and dude, like his athleticism. His defense is is top notch. It's so good, right dude. His his hands are Andre Iguodala level. Like. It's crazy. I I really really love back when basketball was playing. I would watch almost every Pelicans game. Not obviously Ingram's on all that help, but like I love watching Lonzo Ball play basketball. He just plays the right. Way. 
And he's a great follow on Instagram. His stories are hilarious. I think that if the Lakers win, you know, it, it's it's worth it. But to seeing the jump that he has made and Ingram, Ingram has made, I, I don't really you care. Can't, you can't get Josh Hart. He's whatever. But, dude, that trade, dude, I, I don't think Anthony Davis is going to leave. But if he does, that could go down as the Brooklyn Nets level. Of terrible trade, if like dude, I I see no re- reason why he would leave. Like it wouldn't make any sense. Like uh, I I don't know. Oh, if, if somehow if somehow he wants to go back, you know, if he wants to go to Chicago, Chicago. and they get rid of Markkinen and they keep him and Levine and give Davis Max money as the star in Chicago, I I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's dude, possible. I think a lot. I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but. I just I wouldn't be that worried, and I would say like I think there's a such thing as trades where both teams win, and I think this is one of those trades. Us, I don't know. I can't say that both teams win if the Lakers don't win a ship in the next three years, but I think they have a very good chance to win a title in the next three years. Yeah. A, a better than most. This is super random and kind of off topic, but just because okay. I brought up the Thunder, I have to kind of own up to how bad my prediction was on how they were going to do going into the year. Oh, you were a little bit more bullish on them, but we were both. I, it just reeked of guys who are really like when on good teams, like yes. But Chris Paul hadn't been healthy in the last three, four years. We couldn't have, who knew he was going to go vegan and then just lose all that weight? Danilo's never been healthy. Like, go ahead. The thing is, like, they are set up to be back at the top of the Western Conference threshold in three years. You know, like, they're going to be right there if they hit on their draft picks. picks, And they have so many draft picks that they could potentially hit on. And I want to give a shout out to Chris Paul in that too. And and obviously we'll talk a little bit more as we get into it, but I, I have him as a, the fourth best point guard in the league right now because he just made that whole thing go. If you told me that the, the Thunder were going to be running a crunch time lineup of him, Dennis Schroeder, Shai, Danilo, and Steven Adams, I'd be I'd like, all right, I feel good about my <laughs> – my my under 33 and a half or whatever it was wins like he just made so many things work he was so clutch it was it was good i think chris paul is is a bitch a lot of the times uh but i think it comes from just being really competitive so i can i can live with that and uh he was just such a great example of of winning basketball this year would you think of him that way if he wasn't short yeah I, I think it. I think the short thing definitely helps ex- like accentuate it. But like, dude, he's been a bitch since Clip- the Clippers. Like, and it's like, and it's it's not just like the the faces. It always looks like he's whining. It always looks like he's crying. He's always like mad. Like, you know, like I I think even if he's six five, I still feel that way. That video. I'm not. I'm sure you've seen the video where Pal Gasol. It's like touch when Pau Gasol was on the Lakers and Chris Paul was on the Clippers, and he's like rubbing Chris Paul's head. I don't remember Chris that. Chris Paul turns around, and smacks him. He's in this dirty, dirty look. He has little man syndrome for sure. Totally. 
for sure. Angry midget energy. Angry midget sure. energy. I love that, bro. And and I think also I I for whatever reason just got a new appreciation for Mellow during quarantine, dude. They the the media and just people in general have done him dirty, and obviously he didn't age very well, like his game didn't. But he was a monster in his prime. It was just getting me back on the banana boat. It's it's interesting to see D Wade left first, but kind of on his own terms. Mello didn't have the best of, you know, I mean, obviously what happened in Portland was cool, but like he was, he could not play defense at all this year. And then Chris Paul suddenly had a resurrection and then uh, Bosch is out. And was Bosch considered part of the banana boat? No. Dude, is he in that class? Dude, this, this, he, was, he was part of the class, but he wasn't like the friend. Like when you picture the banana boat, he wasn't actually on the banana boat. It was those four. Chris, LeBron, D-Wade, Mello. Mello, yeah. yeah. Tell me what you think about this. Hmm. It, it annoys me when athletes retire, right? They have this big going out party. Like, the, okay, you, you get to exchange jerseys. Every yeah. different city gives you... D-Wade. Like, like, what comes to mind is D-Wade. Like, what happened with D-Wade? What bothers me is, like... He, I feel like I'm still always seeing him in the limelight, like all the time, and that just kind of bugs me. Like, like I think Kobe did it the right way, where he retired, and then like you didn't really hear much from him, other than like the Mamba camp that he had from time to time, and then he won the Oscar like three years after he retired. But I think it varies from person to person. I think. Kobe didn't want that. I think D-Wade likes being in the limelight. Like, what about D-Wade being in the limelight bothers you? Is it because Kobe wasn't and D-Wade's getting more? Because I think that was co- entirely Kobe's choice. My, my thought in it is like, okay, dude, like, you had your time. You were one of the faces of the NBA for a long time. You're going to get your jersey retired. You're going to go to the Hall of Fame. That's mm-hmm. great. Now let the young guys do their thing. And what the, the, the point in time where I really noticed it was when he was, like, one of the judges for the dunk competition. And, like, when the whole debate came up, it was like, okay, how did D-Wade vote? And it's just uh, like, I hated that. I, I still am mad at D-Wade D- for that. Let these young guys have their time as the face of the league. Like, don't make a dunk competition about you. I, I don't know. It just I, I think what – if your point is, like, the FaceTime and airtime – that the NBA gives should be towards actual players. That's fair. I get he did have a lot of the spotlight, and I think a lot of that was the slam dunk contest. I wasn't – I think he was – I don't think he was trying to, like, make it about him. I think he legitimately wanted his guy, Derek Jones, to win. I, I – it was still to this day, like, that was so clearly, like, there was by it. Like, I don't know if they can do that anymore. Like, Aaron – and it sucks because you come across as like the bad guy with Aaron Gordon by like saying like no I should have won. It's like, dude, it's just a dunk contest, like chill. But it's like, no, as a competitor, like he he put so and and Derek Jones put up a great performance too. I'm not saying that that he didn't, but like Aaron Aaron Gordon balled out, and it was his second year where he just D Wade D Wade's reasoning was. D Wade has just tried to slime his way out of it too much, and it's pissed me off every time. It's like, dude, just admit, like, 
you wanted Derek Jones to win. Like, and he's trying to say like, Oh, he didn't clear taco. Like I gave Derek Jones a nine earlier. Well, yeah, you gave him a nine earlier when there were still more rounds left. Like you knew right there by giving Aaron Gordon a nine, he was done. And, uh, but I, I'm with you. I, I wonder with like how advanced technology is now, if they would be able to do something where like, instead of having, you know, four celebrity judges that have no business being there judging a dunk contest, if it could be like a fan vote, like where you log on to a website after a dunk and say, okay, here, you're going to give this. I agree. That can get dangerous though. That can get dangerous just because then you give, like I could see a fan base just hijacking that. Like you go, you could have Caruso on the outside. Yeah, you, you have the Russian bots. Yeah, I I think if 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 I could decide, I would say, dude, get a get a panel of professional dunkers like that don't have any ties to these guys and and give them kind of a criteria and then let them go because I it's worked up into this point, but the, it's just like. You have one guy that tries to be cute or unique, and it just fucks it all up. So uh, I'm with you. I, I, I like D-Wade as a guy, but that pissed me off. And he didn't He didn't take ownership for it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And, uh, I mean, I know you guys all know these teams, but I still think it'll be fun to just quickly go through these, some of these matchups and, and talk our way through it. And uh, we'll get to that as soon as we're back. 